welcome to another amazing episode of Roll or Die. It seems that I get to do the intros with people with great facial hair. Um, Angus Tonkin is a guy Dave Hart recommended that we get on the show a while back. He just keeps bringing up his name. Like this guy, like we're like, do you know who's coming up in the scene? Who do you think we should have on the show? Who's just like, like taking the world by storm. And he's like, you got to get Angus on the show. And then, uh, you know, 30 or 40 show, more shows went by. And then, you know, Angus just keeps smashing people from our gym. Um, so, so, so this is the thing. We just, it's about time we had him on the show. Welcome, Angus. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Um, <laughs> speak to you guys properly. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So awesome. just give us a bit of background, Angus. You're, how old are you? So at the moment, I am 18 uh, years old. Turning 19 in a couple months. So, um, yeah, not like some of the older guests I've seen, you know, Dave and others, but might, might be a bit Hey, different Dave's still me. younger than us, Angus, so yeah. just uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like all the Daves have different things, like mini Dave, big Dave, but they're all baby Daves to Kim and I. That's <laughs> That is true. That is true. Yeah. And what, yeah. How, how old were you when you started um, training jiu-jitsu, brother? So it was um, 2015, so I was... I think 11, okay. 11 years old. Yeah. At dominance. Yeah. Um, at dominance. So always been at dominance. Um, like I remember I had a really close friend, like since we were four or five years old yeah. and um, he, he'd been training. He just loved it. And uh, I never got started. I was always too intimidated. Like I'd come watch classes yeah. and then uh, finally I was 11 and then I like chose to give it a go. Yeah. So just instantly, <laughs> instantly it was, it was great. And then I mean, dominance and all the guys here, like, never yeah. looked back brilliant dominance man. has definitely had like some proteges in their time like uh their their kids program yeah it, you think it's mm. what what's so different about that you think i mean i know you've not trained elsewhere but what can you tell us yeah. about the kids program that makes it to see yeah. keep bringing out these superstars the kids program uh, it's, it's awesome it's um something i'm working on now like fast forward like seven years now i'm helping out the kids at the moment um but i just think the pro the it's mainly the coaches and just how how we just like the first thing i noticed when i came to dominance was just how friendly everybody was like i remember adele um who you probably know like she was the first one to like introduce herself to me and um it was just like so the vibe was just so like welcoming and it's always been that way and we always get like these comments with all the new guys but i just find yeah that just keeping people in that way it's just such a like tight culture um it's really good for the kids especially yeah absolutely yeah. You, you probably don't know this man but a quick plug for my son and dominance really but he started a dominance trained on like he had adele he had demi he had lorna he had dc he had lincoln trained yeah. he went and did like won all the comps and then he went over and did kids worlds and he won that he was only eight but he, no like it was all that dominance, man. So I totally get that kids program, bro. It is epic. It's just yeah. people behind it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's good fun. And what what what's what what comps are you have you got in your sights like for the future? Oh man, for <laughs> it depends what we're talking about, future, but uh for this year, like just trying to do as much as I can. Um already like just getting back into it this year felt a little rusty to be honest. Yeah. Um, as a lot of, so just trying to like compete as much as I can this weekend, I've got one coming up. Um, there's like a dominance comp here locally and we're running this pro division, purple, brown, black belts 
get to hill hook some people hopefully but um that's that's one big one and then um yeah the, the main goal for this year at least is adcc trials gonna give that one a crack yeah. <laughs> so yeah awesome and how was it for you going from the kids classes to the adult classes how did you find that oh um yeah i found that it, you know like it takes a lot of resilience i found because as a kid and i've always been someone who's super small you know i'm 65 kilos i was <laughs> this small when i started never grown but like it <laughs> just yeah i think i found it really tough because that's usually the age um you know 13, 14, 15, where kids start to drop off, you know, people become teenagers and, and um, yeah, like I remember only being two people or three, four people in a class and it was like pretty hard to get the motivation. But I mean, we always had awesome coaches and I've always had such good support from like Dave and all the others. So it, yeah, it was tricky, but like finally, once I got a bit old, I got a bit more strength and um, yeah, the adults classes, like I made the change pretty smooth. Mm. Actually, I know interesting one because what had my son ultimately quit was he had this string of like success, and then he came back from overseas and then started losing. It's like you know when you kind of move from like the big fish in the small yep. pond and the small fish in the big pond as you move through weight divisions and age. exactly, yeah. So yeah, I, I understand that demotivation, and then you know it's 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 challenging to stay in there. Yeah, very true. No, it can get so overwhelming, like especially just being so much smaller and just being manhandled like there was definitely times there like a few years ago where I was just like had enough yeah you know just not having it just big guys crushing you and you've just got no one else like to roll with who's like you know young and tiny yeah but it must be because you've got like 18 years so you're an adult division right and then you've got like like, I don't know if you're at full strength yet. Like, at 18, you're not really, like, you are a man technically, but I don't think you're a man, like, till you're, like, 25. No. Right? So, <laughs> up against, like, no. men, you know, what, what is that experience like for you? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I, I find just, like, it, it's sort of having not much strength. I've never really been to the gym. Um, as I said, like, always been, like, super small. I just got um really good at just keeping like people's weight off me I guess and you get used to it in the gym um and just yeah it really shows like whenever I wrestle in a a competition I just feel like the the guys are so much smaller because of how big the guys I train with are like I can't think of really anybody as small as me in the gym like so every role it's like I'm carrying their weight and then at the competition it's like it feels a bit more cruisy yeah, right. So that's part of the figure of your success is train with people bigger than you wherever possible. Yeah, I reckon. Interesting. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And what are you doing now, Angus? Like you're um you mentioned you're taking the kids' classes. So is jujitsu kind of your full time pursuit? Are you like at uni? Are you working? Are you still yeah. school? So um at the moment I've I've made a bit of a shift since last year. I finished high school um at the in November last year. And I'm like, after the last two years, just jujitsu is really not even like being the top of my focus because of just like, as soon as the lockdowns hit and um, a school on top of that, it's been like something I've just thrown to the back of my head. And I'm um, like, finally coming out the other end, it's been like super exciting because I'm mostly just taking a gap here this year. Um, and um, so doing uni next year, um, I've deferred one of the, a course at Melbourne Uni, but 
yeah, the whole year I'm just going to be training full time. Just like giving yeah. it a go. Wow, yeah. look out other pebble belts, hey? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you're coming for them by the sound of it. You probably won't. You probably yeah, one of those guys who won't stay at Purple for very long. You know, <laughs> I don't imagine. You know, you're one of those one of those motherfuckers who just just fly through the range well, uh, like ten years on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the year's for. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. What about? Do you what think about, Sorry, go, Anton. I was just going to say with ADCC, like, how do you? What will you? What prep kind of, what's the angle? What are you going to do to kind of lead up to that? What's the road to ADCC? Well, the the road, I took a pretty full-on road, like just like in here every day as it's been. Um, like this weekend is one is a, a big, uh, is going to be something big to work towards to that because it's one of the few comps where I can uh, look at like my leg lock game, do the heel hooks. Um, so, so yeah, that's like one of the biggest stepping stones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then other than that, it's just like just workshopping things like um, only being a purple belt. Like I'm coming into it pretty um, like as the underdog, of course. Yeah. So it's like just finding my own thing where I can maybe try and surprise some people. Yeah. And what about diet? And like you said, you don't lift, but leading up to something like this, would you start to or, you know, or is it? Just- would I start to? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's definitely something I need to work on. Like I can, I can feel it just like. Um, everywhere like my, my strength is definitely like running behind in terms of like my skill set yeah yeah and it always surprised me with Gary Tonin like he, he was always like and I don't know if it's all the same. he's like I'll just eat whatever I want because I train so hard so don't tell me yeah. what eat. I'll just eat food all day if I want to and drink coke and you know yeah I'm still gonna win is that you or are you like no, no. I mean, maybe the last few years this year, it's a bit more serious. Yeah. But we definitely have those guys in the gym. Yeah, just like whatever. And of course, I am the same. It just depends like on the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah awesome. And Angus, tell us about BOA. Like that was um, a pretty big event. So as an 18-year-old, yeah, being on that big stage, how, how did you find it? I found it like real good fun. Like just the whole experience. It was so new. Um, just, yeah, like really loved it. Um, it was also my first competition coming back um, from last year. Um, and yeah, I honestly didn't, didn't expect to compete um, because like beforehand I had like a real big injury scare, to be honest. Um, and yeah, I'd like. What, hap- what happened? Really um, just like when I started coming back into training at the start of the year, just took it way too full on, like just got too excited, I think. And just like, um, did my knee a bit. And it was like, I was on crutches for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, real serious. Like it didn't feel good. Um, and, and uh, after I got the scan, it was a bit of a relief, but it turned out that I had like a bruising on the bone and some cracked cartilage, but n- none of the, um, ligaments were gone. So wow. I got pretty lucky there and it's kind of healed up. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. So tell us about the night. Sorry, I interrupted you. About yeah. Boa. Oh, yeah. Of course. So Boa. Yeah. Like it was just like. Yeah, I think it surprised me a bit. Just um, yeah. How just all that excitement about the event just took the nerves away completely. It wasn't. It wasn't like the usual, you know, nationals or something where I felt like there's so much pressure. It was just. It was just like a sort of new new experience for me entirely, and I just like went out there and just like did my thing didn't didn't feel nervous it was 
real surprising to be honest that part of it mm. Did you- yeah you look super composed like it, it's um that's interesting because you would think that for a big event like that where it's like a mm. stage and you know spotlight but you felt the opposite yeah that, that's the thing it um yeah you would expect the opposite but it was just it was pretty chill like um just the whole environment like um my family came out and some friends and so it was like pretty just like I was just so excited that I just forgot about the the importance of the whole moment I guess it was good yeah do you have like any life experience moments where you've been out on stage in front of like a thousand people or however many people were there and you know including friends and family you have any any sort of like do you do the school plays or anything like that or is this just like never really got into it yeah just has been the only thing that's really put me out like that but um no, I, I just love it. I always love those sort of like pressure situations. Like I take to it more than um like, you know, it affecting my performance usually. Wow. And do you like do you like engage with the crowd or do you or do you pretend they're not there? Just yeah, just pretend they're not there. Okay. To be honest, I think that that that's the best idea because it's pretty easy to get caught up. You know, like when you're trying to focus on your game plan and just like <laughs> the sport, and then you've just got thoughts about who's watching and all this yeah. pressure and so just overthinking i don't think helps too much yeah. great yeah. Awesome. yeah and how was it for you through school doing jiu-jitsu i mean you're pretty young so jiu-jitsu is obviously a lot more mainstream now than it was maybe 15 years ago did yeah. the kids know what it was like were you was it all okay or were you a bit of a weirdo for doing something like that how was it see yeah. it's it seemed a bit weird like you always get like bring bring like two years like in my bag to school i've got a big duffel bag and they're like oh karate outfit like you know like chop but um yeah. nah, it was it i think they look at the ears and people know yeah. um that's a big thing everyone was just like who is this like kid who's just got his ears just like all <laughs> cauliflower yeah. um but yeah it, it, there was a bit of that going on but it's more like now the ufc is so big um and all that people just understand and they're they're more into it. They get into it. And um, I remember at school even getting like at least 10, 20 kids from school in the gym, like give it a go. Wow. They did their trial, liked it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Man, that's brilliant. yeah. Like instead of leading them into the path of come, come partying with me tonight, man. It's like, yeah, let's, let's do it. That's brilliant. Did you have, have yeah. you had to use your jujitsu, you know, like a non competitive situation or is it? Um, that's an interesting one. Yeah, like like barely. I remember just times at school, um, like I had to use it one one time. I remember just like some guy like trying to like come after me with a crazy kick, just like psycho. Man, yeah. my school was just full of like crazy kids. Like in primary school, I remember we were swinging shovels at each other like yeah. in, in the woodwork with like saws and all this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember once at school once at school but it was it was pretty calm it was pretty calm yeah a friend of mine just just last night she her daughter got punched in the face by another girl at school and in front of it you know 40 kids and she ended up joining um a gym up in queensland you know she she went straight to jiu-jitsu as the anti-bullying and i think it's great that it's got that reputation you know i think and yeah and they knew that i did it like i'm the link which is great because it feels like i'm contributing 
to people in the world. Like if they think they're being bullied, they can go and do jujitsu. I think that's a great thing because they're not going to punch people in the face and all of that sort of stuff, man. So it's yeah, it's so awesome for kids in that way. Like it's just yeah, so easy to come into something. Uh, unlike maybe something striking it's just a bit intimidating for the kids i think it's awesome how it has that reputation yeah yeah and are you a a relatively new purple belt angus when did you get your purple belt yeah yeah relatively new so um i got graded by dave in december last year so um i went um because i remember before the all the lockdowns late last year there was nationals and pan packs were scheduled and um, our plan was basically, because I was still blue belt, had been for like years, was just to do those at blue. And then they got postponed, cancelled. Um, and um, then I finished up school. And then next thing, I'm a purple belt. I'm doing my first purple belt comps. Like it's all just gone so quick. Yeah. yeah. And so you said you were blue belt for a while, but I mean, it must really only be a couple of years because you're still so young. But um, yeah. It seems that's the belt, well, apart from white, where people quit the most. Would you have any advice for people of how not to quit at Blue Belt, how to get through to the next stage? Yeah, I mean, just showing up, it seems super basic, but just showing up is always the biggest thing. That's what um, it, it just, yeah, you can definitely tell the difference between the people who, who show up every day and just do their thing on, um, like, yeah, showing up is number one and uh, just listening and learning from from their experiences. Like there's a lot of people who will come in to train and they'll just come in to win um, compared to people who you see, you know, asking questions uh, when people are like beating them, for example, like, what'd you do to me? Like, how do I do this? Um, yeah, always just actively trying to get better. Um, it'll almost seem like natural to just level up and it won't feel like, yeah, as hard, I guess. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's very rare that you go to the gym and you come out of it feeling like, that was great. I'm really glad I went. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, that's most of the time I feel like that, you know, even when at times where I just don't feel like going and it's just, yeah, showing up. I agree. It's such a great tip, man. And being interested in yeah. development. I love it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And what, do you, what else do you do other than jujitsu? Like, do you, do you, how do you, what do you do? what do I do so um I mean yeah a big part of my life like like now from 12 12 basically to nine I'm just in the gym these days so I don't have a lot of time for much else um this year but um yeah get into my music uh I get into the like electric scooter riding that's a big one recently so yeah. I've, I've got a nice scooter and um I'll ride into the gym it's like like eight, 10 Ks into the gym and I'll go there and back and then there and back for lunch sometimes. So I'll end up doing a lot of riding. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can relate. I got an electric skateboard and the ride to and home from the gym, I get time to prepare myself, get in the zone, you know, and just yeah. unwind on the way back home. It's like, and you know, that movement, it just feels so good, man. It's so nice. Yeah. So much nicer than a car. You just get to feel the, just the air. Mm-hmm. out and just like really take everything in for sure we'll have to get awesome. you in so you can be part of the trio. <laughs> i feel like i'm left out yeah um and <laughs> hey um so you you started as a kid and you competed a lot as a kid as well yeah like yeah. um have you noticed much difference between competing as an adult versus competing as a kid how's mm. how's that different 
Mm. Um, yeah, I guess like we were talking about before, like the strength thing I found is so big. Um, just as a kid and still as an 18 year old, I never found like I really like got to that level of stre- man strength that the other guys have. Mm. Um, so yeah, I feel like I've really just got to find where as a kid, I may be able to like manhandle people and use um, more strength, like at the adult division, that's something that's really reversed. It's like, they have the upper hand on me. So it's forced me to be more technical and like, yeah, I've seen results just being more technical where my old approach would just be just, you know, go for one thing and just mad dog it. Yeah. And um, yeah, taking a different approach, I think solves that. So interesting. Like if I feel like if I'm, when I'm competing, if I feel like I'm stronger than the other person, I will usually win. Like it's the advantage that I feel I need in order to win because I'm not that technical, right? So you've got these yeah. guys who are obviously stronger than you, as you're saying, and they're all, they're explosive, they're fast, they're going to be technical to some degree, like they're purple belts, and yet you're mm. pushing them consistently. So what is the secret to that? How does like being more technical? I get it, but like in reality, what does that even mean? Like what what are you doing to these people? I mean, yeah, like it's not it's not one thing. It's just um yeah pe- being more technical yeah it's not one thing it's just being well-rounded and just mm. I, I guess just having answers from all the different positions and just like time on the mat is super important for that just getting a feel for the timing I mm. think yeah I love that yeah awesome awesome I'm not sure what else, what uh, other, <laughs> other questions to ask. I was saying, Anton, before, like, you're younger than my kids, man. This is like, uh, I'm feeling, I feel sometimes a bit old in these podcasts, but now I'm just feeling even, even older here because it's like, wow, this, this guy's game? less than half my age. Are you a What's gamer? Are you, you a console gamer? Console gamer? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Recently, um, like, like I said, I had my injury and um, I had COVID. So I ended up having quite a few weeks like off the mat. Yeah. Um, I ended up getting a, a Nintendo Switch and okay. getting into the Mario games pretty heavy. Yeah, like, cool. like that, that, yeah. That, that's been a, a good pastime recently. Yeah. And I, I guess like, I don't know, but you must feel wrecked after, you know, the amount of time you spend in the gym. Do you, like, how long does it take to recover? Are you the, the next morning when you wake up, do you feel good and good to go? Or are you like someone is just like, screw this one? No. I need a day off. No, I think all mornings are like that recently, oh. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, we don't recover here. Basically, we just keep going. Yeah. Um, man. <laughs> Yeah. So what, yeah. what's a typical week look like for you? Like, are you training sort of five, six days a week? Are you having days off? Are you some yeah. days training hard, some days just doing technical? What? Yeah. So for me, like recently, it's just been like um, every day in here. So two sessions and one I'll usually take a bit lighter or at least try my best to. And then one I'll uh, pick up the pace and maybe do, you know, five or six rounds. Yeah. But, um, and then, yeah. Saturday and Sunday will be my rest days for the most part. Um, but then again, having competitions every week kind of gets rid of that. And like after having Boa and Nationals, I don't think I could say I've had like two solid days rest mm-hmm. since. So no, you're not doing any supplementary stuff at the moment. Like you don't do any mobility stuff or yoga oh, or anything like that. Oh, I do. I get into a bit of yoga actually. Um, my yeah. mom's super into it. So like, um, we'll, we'll do that in the morning before she does work and I go out to the gym. So, oh, yeah. that's nice. My kids yeah. don't do my, their yoga with me. I do yoga as well, but 
they, they're oh, still no, you've got to get them onto it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, I've tried. They hate it. They won't. So were your family okay with you doing jiu-jitsu and everything? Like there was no issue, like especially as a little kid, they were totally cool, like go for it sort of thing? Or was yeah. there resistance? Oh, no, no, not at all. They've just been like all you could ask for in terms of like supportive parents. Like they just loved it. Like I just, as I was younger, I would always do any sport that I possibly could. And it was like jujitsu. I just found to be so much more fun. And as soon as like I was, they saw I was so passionate. Like mum has always been helping me out. Dad barely has an idea of what I do still. I'm sure. <laughs> came to like one Stop doing that jumping again, son, eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, right, jumping um, again today, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um yeah, no, there hasn't been any resistance at all. Like they loved it. Um and uh yeah, I guess like I remember mum used to be so nervous for the competitions, just screaming and just uh but no, nah, definitely more cool now and they come along and get into it mm. quite a lot. Yeah, man. That's amazing. What about like that that injury, that knee injury? Like, have you had other injuries like through your childhood stuff? Because the, the young body seems to just recover so well, or even just not get injured. You know, it's pretty amazing. So, what's yeah. the injury track record been like for you, having started so young? So I've been all right. I've been all right. Uh, I think had I not done jujitsu, it would have been a lot better. Um, I remember <laughs> about two, three years ago, getting some uh, like a back issue with my muscles in my back and that's kind of still persisting to be honest um partly because i'm just lazy and won't do my rehab <laughs> but you know just being upside down i guess my style so much inverting like it takes a toll on your back yeah and having huge guys on top doesn't help either yeah no neck yeah inverting so much no next next being all sweet really um to be honest never had any broken bones when i was younger um, nothing like that like the worst yeah it's just been like an issue with my back and then whatever happened to my knee recently that's would, it would you say that you tap early like when you know you're done do you tap or are you just like, I'm hanging in for dear life I, I feel like Dave's put in a word there for that question because <laughs> no he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't wow um, because you, um, heard, you heard it first here guys good. Yeah. Yeah. no no I, that's not as much anymore, but um, I'm definitely known for, known for taking it a bit too far when it comes to that. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that, that was partially the reason my knees um giving me so much trouble. But, nah, I, I try to, but it, it can be hard <laughs> when you get in the moment a bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. what do you think about, like, the future of Jiu-Jitsu? Like, a lot of people are talking that Nogi is the – is the future. Um, yeah. What do you think? Do you think there's a place for the gi or do you think it's heading more in that no gi direction? Yeah, I can definitely see it heading more in the no gi direction. Um, obviously, with, with like the way the rule set works, people just have a thing for leg locks at the moment. It's just like, yeah. like with Lockie um, and ADCC and everything, like it's pretty big uh, in Australia, just the whole leg game at the moment. Um but yeah, I can see that dying out. And I'm obviously the gi, there's just so much more to it. Like just with just like 
yeah, it's so much more depth I find when training the gear. It's just like, I've got no idea. I'm just like lost most of the time um, compared to no gear. It's a pretty, uh, pretty more clear, a lot more clear um, what's going on. But yeah, I, I see, I see both being becoming more popular for sure. Mm. Awesome. And what about working? Like, are you going to work in jujitsu for like, is that, is that your career path? Is that what you're thinking? man that would be awesome yeah. but um yeah i guess that's what this year's about it's like I'm, I'm at a phase here where like i'm not sure what exactly i want to do as a career like academically if i, I want to go down something like that mm-hmm. um or if i want to do jiu-jitsu so take the full run this year with just like full-time training and then uh you know if i love it won't look back yeah, well, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. That's that, that's yeah, that's, that's the one. <laughs> and what was yeah. the course that you deferred? So um, it was I got into commerce at Melbourne Uni. Yep. Mucking around. Yeah, it's a very yeah jitsu man. Yeah, it's it's a bit yeah. It's not not very common for the jits guys. Yeah. The numbers and all that. I think that's the thing. Like, hey, uh, I did a commerce degree. Hey, no no shame oh, in that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, obviously, I'm not really using it for my jujitsu. But yeah, I don't see that have to be mutually exclusive at all. You could definitely yeah. keep going with it. Yeah, Tiago has a poker degree, and he's ended up in jujitsu. And it's like, yeah. you know, that's the thing. Plenty of people go. I know lawyers who've opened florist shops. So you know, so you can. Probably, mm. I think that that yeah, amazing man. Yeah, no, I can make it work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. like? times of day for training for you like one of the things i'm noticing is, is like if i train in night, it really kind of it has a re- very different impact on me to if i train during the day like the morning of lunch class is that have you does yeah. that impact you yeah yeah i i definitely enjoy training during the day a lot more than night yeah um but in saying that whenever i train during the day it makes the rest of the day like teaching and training a lot more just yeah. tiring like, yes. like after training lunch and then you've got this break and by like about now about to teach the kids it's like almost asleep yeah. um but then training at the night i find it just messes up my like eating patterns yeah like because a class at like seven like if you eat before you're just gonna feel horrible yeah. when you're rolling but then if you want to eat after it's like you're eating at like yeah. nine ten and i can't it really wrecks my sleep as well like I, i'm wired all night if i've been trying to strangle people that night so. yeah exactly <laughs> definitely just can't stop thinking about it <laughs> yeah. is that why i'm not seeing you in night classes anymore anton oh, yeah. or, I my sleep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome all right well i think we're nearly out of time and we i think need to let you go and take that kids class pretty mm. soon so yeah Unless you have any oh. final parting words, Angus? No, no, that's great. I'm so happy to be on here. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been Man, good. You're, you're yeah, awesome. You're an absolute killer and you're a great guy and you've got a great facial hair game. So, you know, you can't go wrong. You know, <laughs> degree. Yeah. Like, uh, we have stage. had, um, I think, a lot of the OGs from Dominance, you know, they pretty much dominated the Melbourne scene from like the early 2000s so it's really it's really exciting to have a an up-and-comer from dominance as well you gangsters, coming through yeah. the rank yeah all yeah. gangsters are the new gangsters that's what it's all about yeah, yeah. oh yeah awesome <laughs> yeah so really looking forward to seeing you uh on the mats and at the comp scene over the next years and um 
yeah, but hopefully not not crushing too many of our absolute people anymore. Nice hopefully we can get a few wins in. Nice a freaking bone, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, man. Awesome. And good luck on the weekend, hey. Take home oh, some, cheers, uh, some knees of those brown and black belts. <laughs> yeah, yeah hopefully it. I'll do my best. And come back to PC, all right? Or even on the lead-up or something like that. Yeah. Like whatever's yeah. Got good news to share, come on the show, man. Yeah. Awesome. Nah, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good one. Well, anytime. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Bye.